0: Now, the Sunday spin continues on 720 WGN. Here's Rick Pearson. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to your Sunday spin. I'm Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune here in the WGN Skyline studio. And joining me on the phone is Illinois Senate Republican leader Bill Brady, Republican from Bloomington. Leader Brady, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Good to be with you. How's the weather in Chicago today? Uh, It's a little chilly right now, but uh, we're going to warm up, get close to 40. So uh, at least you've got all that wind blowing on the prairie down in Bloomington. (laughs) Yeah, we still have remnants of snow, so... it's. um uh, we'll all get a little warmer. Yes, we're all looking forward to a little bit warmer week. Well, I know uh, things warmed up in Springfield last week because it was the final uh, scheduled three days of the, the fall veto session and uh, ended with a quite the surprise when... Uh, Democratic Senate President John Cullerton announced that uh, he would be retiring uh, from the chamber in January. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is uh, he's he's been a fixture at the house for 40 years. Uh, was there any inkling this was going to happen?
1: You know, John had talked a couple of years ago, I think, about potentially uh, the fact that his wife was getting tired of him traveling to Springfield and wanted him to stay at home more. And so I was a little surprised. Conversations we had led me to believe he may stay through the next mapping process. But he um, uh, made the decision good for his family. As he said, there's several ways to leave the legislature on your own terms is the best. So my congratulations to him.
0: Um uh, I- not that we're we don't have you know session for now a break until January, uh, but does that kind of unsettled situation about leadership on the other side of the aisle uh affect the dynamics going forward with the the new spring session?
1: Well, I think everyone would say the sooner the Democrats can come to their decision. Uh, being the majority party, the better they are, the better we are, uh, so we can at least address some of the pressing issues. So I, they'll um, they'll do what they need to do to bring themselves to a majority of uh, their members supporting one candidate or another. And, and uh, I don't think there's a lot of division over there, although there's a lot of people who would be interested in being president of the Senate. It, a lot of power comes with that position, and uh, it'll be... Interesting, to say the least, about watching as they uh, jockey
0: for uh, the presidency. Well, let's let's talk about what did and didn't happen in the veto session. Uh, certainly, I think the the, the major uh, accomplishment, one that uh, Governor Pritzker had sought, uh, was the consolidation of uh, nearly six hundred and fifty individual uh, pension funds for police and fire outside the city of chicago uh, merging them into two separate funds and you know I, I i had my doubts that this would ever happen just given the the kind of turf wars that exist uh, in those in those local police and pension boards um and and at one point it did look like it was going to get scuttled uh, when some language was added that the municipal league opposed um uh, but i think you know all in all this is probably a a good positive effect moving forward for those pension funds.
1: Oh, I think it will be, without a doubt. We've long thought that consolidation, uh, better investment opportunities will work toward reduce the cost of pensions, which reduces the property tax pressures, as well as leaves more money to support our first responders, uh, who are actively working to protect our interests, there may be some, you know, backseat quarterbacking years down as as returns change. But overall, the efficiencies, the economies, and the ability—we uh, we were we've worked on this for several years. And there were, as always, you you know, the making of legislation is is not always pretty, and people try to stick their little things in to get their credit. But at the end of the day, we resolved ourselves to I think doing the right thing. And uh, in, in a bipartisan way for the interest of the entire state. So I, I was pleased with the outcome.
0: Um, one thing that didn't happen, and, and I was amazed, frankly, you know, sometimes when you're in Springfield and in session, you know how there's kind of that news bubble. That, that everybody kind of gets trapped in, uh, but one thing, and and in fact, you even received a text this morning about uh, what happened to the daylight savings elimination bill. They've got all kinds of play all over the place. It's
1: kind of funny. It's, a, I guess, it's an important issue to a lot of people. I, I guess, I've lived with going back and forth so often. I don't think that much about it. And I mean, uh,
0: seriously, it got uh, it got all kinds
1: of play up here in Chicago. Oh Oh. The news media was all over it, even downstate, and uh, it just didn't seem to have any wheels. I, I haven't really studied the issue, not that there's an in-depth study. I know there's some federal <laughs> provisions and so forth. But it's,
0: it's an hour. It's an hour. A, it's it's an hour. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, I,
1: I don't know why it didn't move, but some good things did move. You know, I think we Republicans uh, joined our Democratic colleagues in making insulin more affordable. Uh, as you said, the pension bill. But there were some things that were very challenging for us this last week. The, the fact that the Democrats took a, a partisan position on ethics reform and failed to move measures that we felt were important uh, in terms of cleaning up uh, what's going on in Springfield right now with uh, investigations into Democratic senators' uh, offices at home, uh, indictments of other uh, Democratic senator and representative in the in the Chicagoland area. So we're we're trying to do what we can, but I I must say we ended on a very very sour note uh, with the grab of the Democrats to uh, remove the balance of partisanship in a commission and the failure to call meaningful reforms. So uh, we've got a lot of work to do in this area and restoring public trust is so important not only to the people who live here but attracting businesses and jobs to illinois
0: what you're talking about is this task force basically uh, ethics task force to recommend uh, legislation prompted by some of these investigations um i'm not sure exactly what substantive ethics legislation essentially passed uh because (laughs) Yeah, really
1: nothing. We we had several initiatives that we thought were were good. We introduced two weeks ago the opportunity to remove the legislature's ability to stop an investigation by the legislative inspector general to allow that person to do that on their own. That's been thwarted uh, at least until next year, as well as um, uh, uh, other lobbying uh, regulations and rules that, that we think were important, given the state of affairs and the allegations that have been made. Uh, up in up up in the Chicagoland area.
0: Well, I mean, certainly, you know, one of the issues that uh, involves uh, a House member uh, Luis Arroyo uh, for uh, lobbying local governments, and that seemed to be, you know, a no brainer legislation to, to to ban that aspect.
1: And why it was thwarted by the Democrats, I don't know. But it uh, gives us some concern about how, how real they are about uh, reforming the system.
0: We're speaking with Illinois Republican Senate Leader Bill Brady from Bloomington. I'm Rick Pearson. This is the Sunday Spin. <laughs> Welcome back to your Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pierce from the Chicago Tribune. Joining me on the phone is Illinois Republican Senate Leader Bill Brady from Bloomington. Uh, leader, one of the things uh, that had been talked about in advance, I, actually I think it was your your uh, colleague on the House side, uh, Jim Durkin, described veto sessions as perhaps the most overblown uh, as far as expectations are concerned. Uh, but... One of the things that uh, had been talked about going in was uh, doing something regarding the issues of vaping and uh, child use of, of vaping, and obviously amid the concern over the, the health issues that surround that, and yet nothing got accomplished. True, and I think Leader Durk is right. Uh, there's a lot of hype about
1: created by lobbyists and media who are looking for something to talk about because we've been off from the general assembly for the month of june july august september and much of october so there's a lot of things out there but but typically and traditionally those things are dealt with uh, in a more thorough way as i said these are important things vaping is important and i think we're trying to wrap our arms around what we need to do here education is obviously important Problems this is creating particularly amongst our youth and we 're going to have to address this issue. I guess I still go back to the thing that bothers me the most is when you 've got uh, members of the general Assembly who are under indictment who are under investigation who are, un- are under wire, we should have taken a much more thorough look at uh, the corruption and how we how we handle that in my opinion, and that should have been something we could have dealt with in veto, waiting till Later part of January to begin that discussion anew, I think it is a missed opportunity.
0: With the fact of those investigations going on, was there maybe just a reluctance of wanting to do much of anything?
1: Well evidently on the part of the Democrats there was. It certainly wasn't on our part. Uh we wanted a balanced uh the commission to begin studying everything under the sun, but we also felt there were measures that the public deserved to see moved. Uh, But there's no question the Democrats control the gavel, and uh, I think uh, this is a problem.
0: Obviously, uh, as far as the city of Chicago, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot looking to try to balance the city budget as well as uh, look for new revenues for future retirement of uh, pension debt. Um, She had uh, looked for changes in casino law which are never easy, um, also looked for a graduated uh, real estate transfer tax, uh, walked away with nothing.
1: Yeah, I I, I think um, she's got some work to do. Um, and uh, if she's going to look for help from the governor and the, the legislature, I think there's some more groundwork that needs to be laid on both sides of the aisle
0: what what's the problem is it communication is it uh lack of prep yeah, I work don't... i mean i have a story and yeah, yeah. i have a story in the sunday tribune where i point out she said she came quite close and it's like well close doesn't get you there uh the batting average is still zero um and you, you i mean obviously you're in the process i hear from people in the process and uh It just seemed like uh, the the prep work for something for the big asks. And these are big asks. They weren't done. They
1: they are. And look, she didn't, she didn't create these problems. She's inherited it. She's coming in as a reformer from, from outside. Uh, I would say that some of the folks in her party look at that with a little bit of a jaundiced eye about what that's all about. I think she's got to build some relationships. I think she's trying. She was down in Springfield last week. I, you know, maybe been down in Springfield as much as any mayor in such a short period of time. So I, I'm not saying she doesn't have a game plan. I just think that there's more that uh, needs to be done. And, you know, we, those of us in downstate who who believe Chicago is an important asset uh, to the uh, state of Illinois, want to see it succeed and not stand in its way for any any political purpose or otherwise. Uh, but there's some work that needs to be done. And, and frankly, I, this takes me back to another issue that I think are, are really important. And, and, and one of the problems I think Chicago has downstate right now is is the, the gerrymandered maps we have in the state have, have so lopsided the legislature to the left. And we're seeing more and more talk about dividing the state into Chicago and another state, because I think people are frustrated about the policies that are coming out of Springfield because of the supermajorities that I don't think are reflective of the populace or population of Illinois. That's a problem she's got to deal with, too, believe it or not, because, you know, there's a huge anti-sentiment to Chicago downstate, not that they need all the votes downstate to pass what she wants, But there's a huge anti-Chicago sentiment that makes it difficult for legislatures to say anything nice about Chicago. I'm not one of those. I I believe Chicago is a great city and is not one of the world's greatest cities, in my opinion. But uh, I think there's a PR issue that needs to be dealt with. I think she can deal with it, and I think uh, she needs to. But it comes back to another major initiative of ours to root out what we think is corruption, and that is fair maps. Letting uh, independent bodies draw maps that will be fairly representative of the makeup of the state not gerrymander them to give one party a supermajority control and and put those policies in place that are out of balance with the balance of the state of Illinois
0: well typically when chicago has an ask or a big ask there are components uh, be it be it the uh, chicago support for uh, legislation to help downstate or the suburbs or whatever that though that's part of the give and take and the trade-offs that exist and i mean it, it seemed to me that you know for example with the, the casino bill to reopen that can of worms and and try to alter the taxes you know there had to be some kind of equity for everybody in the state in in some form of uh, fashion for taxation purposes
1: yeah and that's that's why i think it's important that she be given time to develop relationship on both sides of the aisle you know our cities downstate are struggling too they have fire and police pensions that uh, are a big burden and prevent them from doing some of the things they want to do so Uh, measures that are more broadly based than just Chicago-centric I think will find more success. I'm not saying she's not doing what she needs to do. She had to first come to some agreement within Chicago about what they wanted to go for and then work for that, and and we're, we're more than willing to work with her on issues. But realizing that this is a big state that has challenges everywhere and that Bringing those as part of the solution, I think, is an important aspect of what we need to do. But you know, we did that with the capital bill, which is you know one of my um, the proudest moments of the last session was that we were able to, in a bipartisan fashion, pass a capital bill that met the interest of the entire state. So big decisions, I think, need to meet the entire interest of the state. And there's some things to learn. But I, I'm not, I'm not being critical of Mayor. She didn't create this problem. She inherited it. She's trying to do the best she can with it, and. uh,
0: but in time I, I hope she gets now so uh now legislature's on pause till january uh and uh a lot to look forward ahead as we go into uh, an election year spring session uh illinois republican senate leader bill brady thank you so much for joining me this morning
1: Thanks and uh, let's have a good uh Let's see the the Bears do some successful things. I know you're focused on the Blackhawks, but let's
0: not lose sight of the Bears. Well, there are times where you want to lose sight of the Bears. I'll admit that. (laughs) Thank you much, Leader Brady. All right. Take
1: care.